Good morning, everyone. Again, doing another video today. Another walk and talk. And just basically go back and talk about same, the same concepts that we did yesterday. Voluntarists, uh, contradictions in these movements. You know, really, movements in general are problematic. You know, crowds, uh, people gathering together tends to promote a lack of critical thinking. And then if you notice today, hopefully it sounds a little bit better. I am much further away from the freeway. I came up to a little park uh, up on the hill here. Still some cars driving by. This definitely shouldn't be as bad as it was yesterday, but you know, one thing I'd like to keep in mind is what I'm talking about with these folks. Um, talking about here mainly just people that are not still you know in the left-right paradigm like I said yesterday they're not I'm not talking about people in the matrix still I'm talking about people in the secondary matrix and uh, secondary matrix as I like to define it <laughs> is, you know, for those that have come out of the primary matrix, like, yeah, you've recognized some things. Um, you've, you know, you've woken up to some things in the world that are maybe quite shocking from what you had primarily thought or been taught. And, you know, you know that something's wrong and you're searching for a way out, maybe. And then you fall into a secondary matrix. Well, the secondary matrix is almost just as bad as the first. I mean, you might even just be aware of some things, but not really be all that effect, you know, effective at changing those things. And so the secondary matrix is where a lot of the people that I'm talking about are uh, and you know myself probably included probably you know almost everybody that's not in the primary matrix is in the secondary matrix well in the secondary matrix there's still pitfalls and many things that can go wrong with, you know, the logic and the principles and the foundation and the worldview and the way that you've based and ordered things. So, you know, one of those things being, and this, this happens in groups, like I said, so anytime you have a group of people, let's try, let's try going out here a little bit. It's a little noisy with these cars driving by. 
park I went to is apparently not as big as I thought it was. It's <laughs> the thing about living in the city is you run out of room real quick. There's quite a few places, it's just I need to... Probably if I'm going to do these videos... Mosey! Alright, let's turn back this way. If I'm going to do these videos, I'll need to get up earlier in the morning. So yeah, so in the in this, you know, the, there are just as many fallacies in the secondary matrix. One of them being like, my relationship with the government is involuntary, and I'm going to become a voluntarist and demand that all my interactions become voluntary. I don't know who they're demanding it to. But let's look at it, I mean, really, it is voluntary. Because, and, and also to, to preface this is that I'm not, see I'm not necessarily for this argument one way or the other. I'm not trying to like put this out there as a question. I'm really trying to get others that might be kind of falling into these movement traps to question the movements, to question the groups that they're in, and themselves, just look at themselves in the mirror, you know, because that's, I found a lot of issues with a lot of the people that I interacted with um, in these groups, and it just needs to be addressed. I don't see many others addressing it, and when they do, they don't get any attention, and I'm not looking for attention, that's not what this is about either. It's not about attention or anything. Um, personally, I want to show people how one can change. They can be in one way of thinking and evolve through that and change. And so, when I started to analyze these things, I found that there are actually several ways to revoke uh, your citizenship if you wanted to and you can expatriate, as they call it, and you can even leave the country, and all these things that, I'm sure there'll be other governments and, and other places, and you'll have to be subject to somebody if that's how you, that's how you view the world, that you're, that you're a subject, a slave of governments, which most of us are. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, well in that case, it's under your control. And you know, there are several ways to live that would be more in alignment with the voluntarist philosophy. But what I see is most of the people, almost all, I don't really, can't really think of anyone that wasn't living in contradiction with, with what they were saying they wanted. And they could, you know, make a lot of progress in that direction towards um, making it voluntary. But that's the thing is they are, they are volunteering. They're volunteering to be a citizen of the United States government. That's what they do 
when they contract under a W-2 with the corporation to get paid or when they get a driver's license, like I said, or when they get a utility bill in their name that was given to them on their birth certificate. You know, none of these things are wrong in themselves. It's not wrong to document a birth, but all this process does is get you one step closer and closer to saying, yes, I am a citizen of the United States government or whatever government it is that you're that you're under, like Canada or Mexico. When you use their documentation, that's your voluntary agreement that you will comply to their laws, their man-made laws. They will now tell you what is right and wrong, and that's you volunteering for it. Doesn't mean that it's easy to get out of, and it doesn't mean that it's safe. And that's one of the main arguments I'd come up against with voluntarists is, oh, well, we're, we're being held under duress. And because we're being held under duress, you know, we want it to be voluntary. It's just like this endless argument. Of, we, we want it to be voluntary because it's under duress. Well, that's, there's no safety guarantee. There's, it's not like the government says, well, you do what our say, we say, and we're gonna come and make sure that you do it, but you'll always be safe, and it's a guarantee that no matter what happens, you'll be safe. Like, where is this coming from? Safety is not guaranteed. When it, it's a process that each person needs to go through, and they need to look at it as a process and address it one step at a time in whatever way they need to do it to move forward towards more prosperity and freedom and how they perceive they need to do that. I'm not saying that it's relative, I'm just saying that everyone's at a different point and they need to be honest with themselves about their situation or they really won't be effective at changing anything. And, and what I really think that this all is, is it's it's like a big fictional game to get you sucked into it. Like the whole legal fiction thing and the straw man, the free man on the land, straw man, you know, get rid of your straw man movement. And you know, it's like have a family, work to provide for them, protect them in the best way that you can. And through doing that, you'll want to give them the most freedom as possible in, in a safe way that's not going to cause a lot of upheaval for you and others around you. And you have to work from there. It's, a, it's gonna be a long process. Nothing's gonna happen overnight. And the things that do happen overnight end up causing a lot of pain and destruction and suffering for a lot of people. Oh damn, that dog scared me. <laughs> but it's unnecessary, you know, I mean, it really is unnecessary. Like in the, the French Revolution, there was probably a lot of unnecessary bloodshed that occurred that, you know. So what I'm saying is that taking on the, the, the maximum amount of responsibility is 
the path towards freedom. And no one will ever tell you that. You know, it's always about fighting this and fighting that. and You have to do this, you have to get involved in this and that. This movement and that's that movement and vote here. Vote for vote for this guy. Or you know, all these other things that don't no one ever says that it's about responsibility. It's not necessarily it is about rights, but just whining about rights all day is not what's gonna get anything done. You know, happy families and creating a positive environment for that situation is requires a lot of responsibility. It doesn't get done by the happiness principle, which is really what it seems like the modern libertarian, I don't even know what to call it, movement, party, is all about. It's a, it's a base, the basis is in the happiness principle and not responsibility. It's about do whatever makes you happy, you know. Huxley's Brave New World, that whatever brings you the most pleasure is what is best. And even equating that to freedom, you know. Even in the United States Constitution, they re replaced uh, life, liberty, and property with life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which I think was a corruption and a mistake, and it's too ambiguous, and it actually is not going to lead to any kind of freedom if people just chase whatever makes them happy. You know, I mean, there could be a lot of things that are extremely degrading degradating to society and don't and actually make things a lot worse you know and this is kind of the issue with the anarchists is that what the, what it devolves into or even what it has to spring out of is this kind of like back alley sex trade you know like gross drugs fucking whatever kind of illegal black market activity they can get away with in selling. You know, and I'm, I really do think that agorism, if you're not familiar with the term A-G-O-R-I-S-M, agorism, Samuel Konkin, a libertarian, you know, but trading outside of the eyes of the state at a time like it is now when the state has gotten to the point that it has and you know when I say the state I'll have to do some other videos on more of what I mean by that. It's a lot to go into in one <laughs> little quick walk and talk around the park in the morning before I get my day started but you know the state is not just the government. The government is not just the state. Corporations aren't over here, and the government's over here. There's a lot of gray, and there's a lot more corruption than people would be willing to imagine, and it doesn't work the way that people think that it does work at all. 
nothing seems to. <laughs> but, you know, the government, when I talk about the government, it's really more or less just, it's almost more of a psychological condition of humanity and what they've manifested in the form of false sense of false senses of control and security um, that they feel is what's best for them and their families and society that are really just uh, constructed out of fear, out of manipulation, naivety, uh, ignorance, apathy, cowardice. That's what you know our so-called society is built from and that's sad because human beings can do a lot better than that and that's what I would like to figure out is what we could do and how much better things could be because you look around and again if people are running from reality as fast as possible and they're looking for whatever makes them happy and that seems to be the driving factor of even the people in the secondary matrix and the voluntarists and um, them wanting to always be safe and just they seem to want something that they don't understand what they're saying because if you really investigate it they have the power to create the conditions in their life that they say they want sorry about these dogs here sure it's probably pretty loud But instead, they're like crying little children on the floor, stomping up and down saying they want something, and you're like, well, you can have it. Here, here it is. Take it. And they're like, no, I don't want that either. That's what it's like. That's not, that doesn't make me feel safe. Well, it's not going to be safe. You know? No one said, hey, come fight for freedom and it's gonna be really safe. You need to get that out of your head. You know, we need to completely remove that mentality. There's not gonna be this guaranteed safety net when people stand up and say no and do what needs to be done. Now am I saying there's gonna be guaranteed destruction and death? Like no, we can probably avoid that too. But it's not a guarantee and what I hear the voluntary is saying is, I would live true to my principles, but the government would come and hurt me, and then I'm living under duress. And so, so what is their solution then? I'm not sure. It just seems to be like that they're just a victim, you know? Well, what's the solution? Well, you get into like someone like Adam Kokesh, and what he proposes to do is switching from voluntarism to libertarianism, to political libertarianism, to, hey, come vote for me, I'll abolish the federal government. <laughs> I mean, this is just ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. No one's gonna vote for that. They want the conditions the way they are. You're not gonna change things by telling people to do what makes them the most scared to do. <laughs> the average person, you know? So, <clears throat> let's get a little 
brought my coffee, might as well have some. So, you know, you have to look out at these these figures online. I can maybe be more specific. In the future, maybe I will be. But they're really just selling products of freedom to you through their through their rhetoric. Things that you want to hear. Things that sound good. But rarely will you see someone become, you know, super popular. Again, not that, not that that's the goal. Or their message won't be received as well if they're talking about taking on responsibility and how responsibility is the solution. Responsibility to natural law. Responsibility to truth. Responsibility to being honest with yourself and the conditions that you're in. And what can be done from there to create uh, the world that you say you really want. You know, which is a world of more prosperity for everyone, more health, happiness, no, that's a bad one. Let's just cross that out. <laughs> More freedom, you know. The people, most people would agree with all, with those things. And hey, say that's what they want. And I too want to have voluntary interactions with others. I just think that that can collapse into a circular argument if you define a label, which is why I'm opposed to labels, which is why I think that you should just be you and you don't need a label. People doing that are either selling you something or they're completely living an inauthentic life and just following somebody that's selling something. And a lot of that, the, the time, you know, that's that stuff just leads to more conditions of, of su suffering and slavery for for other people. It doesn't lead to what people think it leads to. And, you know, hanging out on the beach, doing ayahuasca, and living in the hippie days of the modern 21st century schizoid men and women. It's all just Huxley's brave new world, man. And you think that you're all hip and that you're on the, the edge, out on the front lines of freedom. When really, you're just bringing in, you know, you're just drumming, beating the drums of the New World Order. <laughs> it's the truth. I mean, it sounds and looks a lot better than that. But, we'll go into more detail. We'll catch you later. I gotta go. Gotta get on with my day. 
Maybe tomorrow I'll try to find a place that's not by a freeway or right by a road. <laughs> Let's see if we can pull that off, all right. All right, thanks for watching everyone. I hope you have a wonderful day. Take care.